0: everybody, welcome back to Sports and Ish with Miss D.B. and Vince Edwards. We are back. It is Friday and oh my gosh, with all the trades and, and all the craziness that has taken place in just the last few days. And of course the NBA draft just taking place last night. We have a lot to go over and I know, I know we promised uh, the NFL and the uh, college football talk was coming, but we're going to have to hold on, on that, hold off on, on that. We've got some things to like throw out because, oh my gosh, Vino, talk to me. How are you feeling about what's uh, going on?
1: A lot of fireworks. Like we said, we were going to talk about football and transition, but we forgot about the draft. We <laughs> forgot about, just, I guess, more fireworks that we're going to kick off for free agency than we anticipated. So it's,
0: whew,
1: they whew, mm-hmm. they definitely shook some things up in the last 72 hours.
0: <laughs> in this basketball
1: world. There's been it's been some crazy things going on. It's interesting to see what Portland is going to do because is still hasn't said like it's It's a lot of things that's coming out that's going to be wild in these next couple of weeks. That's for sure.
0: It's fun. It's exciting. It's so exciting. Like just seeing all yeah. the, the trades just in the last 24 hours. Some of the trades, as you know, already broke my heart. We'll, we'll get to that in a minute.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> some of the trades hurt yeah. a little bit, but it's okay.
1: Yeah, no, for but, sure. Um, you about to say, go ahead? No, you're fine. Go no, ahead. I was,
0: I was going to start off with Victor Wimbayana. Am I saying that right? Wimby? Yeah. yeah. Finally, a San Antonio Spur. That kid, watching his interview post draft, that kid was so emotional. He is so excited. He's got a, what mm-hmm. looks like a tremendous amount of support from his family. Uh, my question to you is this: That kid is seven foot five. I think I made the joke. He looks like a like a walking stick. That kid is just so tall. He's all <laughs> limbs, but he's all limbs. How how do you see teams putting together a defense against somebody that tall? Like how's that going to look cuz cuz you you actually have played against this kid, right? Like you know.
1: Yeah. Um I mean it's going to be hard because he's 7'5". You know, you can't – a lot of things that we like to say, especially in the sports world, is you can't teach height. You can't teach height. You can't teach speeds. You can – well, you can do, like, mechanisms for speed or you can do techniques or something to help people feel like they're going to run faster. But you can't really teach fast twitch muscles or height. And so when you got a guy like Mambayama who is 7'5", but can also move like a wing – I think like obviously we always talk about how like Katie is seven foot, but he plays like a car. We haven't really seen like Porzingis is a, a good example of like being tall but can move. But I still think that Wunbianna is even a little bit more fluent than Porzingis is. Mm-hmm. Like I can I yeah. can put. As far as being able to move like a guard, talent-wise, I can put, like, Wimby and Bobo in the same category. Like, they're they're long, they're tall, but they move a little bit more athletically in that sense. And so, and you've seen some of the plays Bobo made, and it's like, Wimby's going to be making those same exact plays, if not more. So it becomes to a point where there's so much space on the NBA floor, like I talked about before when we had our first podcast when I first came in and talked about playing in yeah. France because obviously I played against them. There's no there's no defensive three seconds. There's no bigs gonna be sitting there. Nobody can camp out. Like <laughs> it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult to deal with because this guy is seven five. He can shoot over ninety percent of the NBA. Even guys who are seven foot, he's still going to be able to shoot over them. So it's going to be interesting to see what guys try to do. I know in the NBA, things are a lot of strategic. So if they find a weakness in his game, a loophole in his game, that they're probably going to force it. People like to play numbers. So they figure out, you know, he's less effective going left than he is going right. They'll force him more that way. If they find out he likes to turn over one shoulder more than the other. Like, let's say his turnaround fadeaway over his right shoulder is – a 50% yeah. shot versus over his left shoulder, so I mean, probably about 40 to 39%. The teams are going to be like, hey, we catching the post. We're shading this side. We're forcing him yeah. to the other side because his percentages drop or he's not that good of a decision maker. But from what I can see, I mean, he sees over everybody from what I played against him. So it was <laughs> like we didn't have anybody seven foot on our team. We had Jawan Johnson who was about 16, but that was the tallest we had. The guy seven 7'5". So even when we did send a right. double team, it did not matter. So unless you somehow magically got a Bobo and a Porzingis coming both on the double team on him, he's going to be able to see offense. He's going to be able to see cutters. He's going to be able to see shooters. I think the biggest thing for San Antonio that they have to do is just surround him with that. If you surround him with shooters, cutters, playmakers, I think it's going to be a nightmare um, for anybody that's going to try to match up with him. He is literally an alien when it comes to that. I have a lot of – a lot of praise for the guy because he's, he, you could tell he's humble. He has the humility to himself. Um, he showed raw emotion, even though he was, know he was going number one pick, he still showed that raw emotion because you can tell it's been a dream of his. It's like a prophecy fulfilled with the whole Tony Park connection, the French to French connection. So uh, for, just from playing him personally and, One of my good friends, Michael Frazier, who also played, was one of his teammates for a little bit there at the end of the season. I kind of got to ask him about him. And he just said, man, the kid comes to work. He shows up every day wanting to get better. He's always in the gym doing all his extra corrective uh, corrective activities, whether it's stretching right, Mm -hmm. getting extra mobility for his body, doing anything. He's just a a pro's pro. So uh, in going with Coach Pop and being in the San Antonio organization where they're known for that, I feel like he's going to fit right in some dunk is going to be over there. All those guys are going to be there. So he has everything that he needs. Uh, I think when he learns the physicality of the game, when he learns that, well, really, they can't be as physical as he's used to playing against. Some, some refs allow, some refs don't, but in France, man, you can be as physical. You're a pinball. You can be as physical as you want at times. Uh, now some people might make the, you know, notion or comment that you can barely touch one you, which at times he was, you no know, French prodigy child. So it was tough, but, um, yeah. yeah, with a lot of space and just everything that he has going on for himself, he has shoes around him and he's going to be a tough
0: matchup. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It'll be a, uh, interesting. I can't, I can't help but watch him move. Like, when they like take videos of him moving through airports and through like New York subways, and you're like, I just mm. want to watch him walk. <laughs> yeah. His his hand length alone, like, oh my gosh, that kid's got to have the most amazing control over a ball because it looks like his hand wraps around over half of it. <laughs> like, it's just so yeah, he's a
1: pretty he's a pretty big human. Uh, I I think he makes plays that make say we said this often with some footage, but. When I played this guy, yeah. literally, like, he made plays that seemed like you can only make on a Nerf hoop or you can only make if you're outside <laughs> and the rim's on seven foot. I mean, everybody's seen the clip he was playing against Monaco. At Monaco, he shoots a step back three, follows it up, <laughs> and tip dunks it. Like, you don't see that often. And then yeah. he just made so many plays. And we were sitting at the – my mom's birthday was yesterday. So we were sitting at the draft and watching – you know, all the selections in the first round. And my brother was like, man, I'm proud of you, man. You know why I said why? He's like, because I looked up there, you didn't make his highlight reel. I was like, yeah, that was the goal right That was the goal right there. Definitely knew that was going to be, that was a main goal. But no, it it was a fun matchup. He's honestly the first person I could say that I actually guarded where I had to break my neck to look up at him like it was <laughs> but um really good dude um respects the game for what i have heard you yeah. know he works hard so he's got an unbelievable talent i think he'll be around the league for a while san antonio yeah. got a good one and uh, i think he'll make a lot of people proud um and he'll do he'll do good um he has everything that he needs playing against him was definitely different um I do feel like, you know, I got some good some good highlights on it, so I'm a I'ma stick with that. (laughs) But other than that though, uh, you know, we beat them once at our place, they beat us at their place and obviously they made it to the finals and we didn't. So that tells you how you need to know.
0: (laughs) Got it. Makes sense nice all right what about any of these other drafts uh that took place last night i mean i had a few of course i was watching uh, the kid that he picked up the ucla kid um the jamie am i god please don't let me butcher his name jamie jaquez jr is that him the ucla guy
1: i listen i didn't even try to pronounce it with them last night no (laughs) disrespect to the guy i I, I didn't watch too much of college basketball this year uh obviously he improved more he was the first uh Player of the year at UCLA since so Kevin Love. So obviously, that I mean the guy did what he was supposed to do and took care of business and dominated when he, you know, took care of, you know, his job every night in night out in matchups, wherever it may be. So I think the Heat sure. picked what they felt was right. Uh, You know, the analysts say he always plays hard. So you can't imagine the Miami Heat picking anybody. You know, they're all, they're, whoever they pick are going to be blue collar guys, guys who play hard, guys who work hard. So you don't just get yeah. picked by the Miami Heat if you don't you know, play hard, work hard or whatever it may be. So they saw a fit in their culture and from the games I watched, you know, when they made that magical run, uh, and before they lost to, uh, Suggs with the buzzer beater Gonzaga, uh, I watched a lot of them that year. I thought he was a really good player that year as well. So, um, I think they got the right fit and that, in that sense and that notion, uh, they went with the best what they see fit, and I think he'll fit in. I don't know if he'll play right away. You know, the only time will tell. us, However, they see fit, right. however, it works out. He could be traded. Yeah. You never know. So it's hard to say with anybody these days until the season starts because it's not guaranteed, even yep. though know, you got drafted on that team. Just because you didn't get traded on draft mm-hmm. night might not, I mean they might not move you for something that's ready now. So. Uh, but right. he's a veteran guy. Uh, he played four year three, four years, I believe. So uh, he's got the experience. So I think they might keep him, you know, in that notion. So we'll see. Very nice. All
0: right.
1: I'm mean, I'm anxious to see. I'm interested to see the Brandon Miller kid. Uh, I don't know how you feel about him. I know he had some outrageous comments that people didn't like. Um, but how do you feel about the Brandon Miller kid from Alabama and him going number two to Charlotte?
0: I, I really, I didn't, uh, I didn't do my homework on that kid. <laughs> I, I was picking out some of my favorite teams. I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. He got, okay. they yeah. took, Okay. But I did not, I did not do my homework on Brandon Miller. So you're going to have to, uh, going to have to get a huge feel on that one.
1: And, uh, well, he, people were getting on him because he talked to, He was talking, he just commented on things that were commenting to him, uh, <laughs> Michael, oh. he's Michael George said something about him shooting. He said Michael George airballed a free throw. Like people were just giving him back that's in the media. kid. Yeah, that's Brandon. Yeah, yes. that's him. Uh, and then he said now Paul I know was, who he is. Yeah, they said Paul George was his goal and people did not take <laughs> to that kindly. So yeah. I mean, but like he's like he said when he got the chance to kind of clear the air because obviously the media mm-hmm. would just take whatever catches headlines. He didn't say that. He didn't think LeBron was the best player, you know, in the league still or in the
0: world. <laughs> right.
1: He literally just said, Paul yeah. George is his GOAT. A lot of people would disagree with that. But, <laughs> at the end yeah. of the day, like you said, that's that's his GOAT. That's who we grew up uh, watching and that's who we idolize. If you pay attention to his game, it's very similar and you have – some very, um, just like the clips where Kobe and Mike will put Kobe and Mike together. I'm not saying he's exactly. in their category or in the Paul George category yet, but you definitely can see he modeled his game after him. And there are some clips oh, sure. of them side by side where there's a lot of similarities. Uh, I did see a lot of like Charlotte Hornet fans upset because they wanted Scoot Henderson over him, but
0: um, I, know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not sure on the, the time tell. Scoot with the Blazers, yeah. right?
1: Mm-hmm. That was a safety net right, just in case Dame decides to get out of there.
0: Yeah. Right. I think there's a lot of safety nets that were set up on these trades the last few days. So again, some of these safety nets broke my heart a little bit. But that's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you How do you oh, feel you, about
1: your How do you feel about your new look Celtics right now?
0: what what do you mean? Are you talking about like Kristaps orziggus? like oh, we know obviously me, yeah. that, that I know that they got some pieces off the draft last night, but and I know I know that these trades that they just did uh, obviously necessary. these were good trades, but I hated to see mm-hmm. Marcus Smart go to the Grizzlies. Did you just think I always thought that guy would retire with the Celtics. so, and maybe he will. His career is not over. He's just going to the Grizzlies for a little while. Maybe I don't know. But anyways, I know that uh, they did pick up some pieces last night. Uh, but I'm most interested to see how they're going to utilize uh, guys like uh, Porzigas um in the mix up. Hopefully, Jalen Brown stays on board. We get to keep some of that um, some of that magic from the last few seasons and see how they can work all that in together. Mm. How do you feel?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. I'm interested to see how it plays out. It looks like as of right now, Derek White's going to be the starting point guard. Um, oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. No, it's not crazy. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that. It's, it's <laughs> not. Nice, he, he
1: played. He played his way yeah. into that role. He he waited his time. Um, obviously, nobody expected Marcus Smart to be gone. I did see yeah. one thing that was crazy, though, that you guys uh, offered. Smart for Jordan Poole. I thought that was a, or I, I think maybe the Warriors, maybe it's the other way around. Maybe the Warriors offered Jordan Poole for Marcus Smart. And I don't see that. I don't yeah. think it went through, but that yeah. was that would have been another interesting scenario for him to be in. I think he yeah. fits right in. And, you know, Memphis with the whole grid grind, they definitely need a, a yeah. veteran point guard who's been around, been there. It uh, might be yeah. good for a ja. job.
0: Right. Who With knows? With him being out
1: for 25 games. Yeah. And when, and when Ja comes back, I think they can make it work. I mean, I think you, you know, you, you kind of fill in the role where Dylan Brooks left off by picking up a Marcus Smart. So, you know, he's going to guard the perimeter, best, you know, best players. And you still got, you know, a defensive player of the year, Jaron Jackson Jr. So. Uh, I think yeah. they. I think that was a good move for them, for sure. Uh, for Boston, it's interesting to see what was going to happen. I seen a report that maybe they're interested in bringing Kyrie back. So it's a really. It's a lot of yeah. It's a lot of things going around right now, and like I said the last podcast, if you want to have all the buzz and know what's going on, just try to find a way to get to Las Vegas for summer <laughs> league because you will literally <laughs> see everybody. You will get to watch some great basketball. You get to see some great prospects, but you also will yeah. get is here all the buzz and everything that's going around. This is amazing.
0: So it's interesting I didn't hear I didn't hear the rumor about Kyrie possibly ending up at Boston. That would be that would be very interesting.
1: Um, yeah, so. I mean they they want to resign him, but who knows. Uh, the maps that is for Kyrie.
0: Right. <clears throat> and of course, uh, I think we were texting each other about Draymond Green uh, turning down <laughs> because basically he's gonna he's gonna so to wait you tell me does that mean that Draymond Green will for sure enter free agency on June 30th is that what's going to happen yeah he
1: declined it so he has no choice but to enter it but it's the notion okay. of it's just the notion of now that pull is gone you're gonna keep Draymond because that was the whole scenario It's just like they were never able to and Steve Curry it, they were never able to get over what happened in the incident Yeah, and, you know the entire world on social media are detectives they were able to Literally, show as soon as the trade went through, Jordan Poole unfollowed Draymond Green, so it was like obviously the bad blood was still there. Um, I I do think now, I do think now with Jordan Poole gone, uh, it definitely frees up that cap space. Um, CP does bring yeah. in a lot, a lot, but um, I think you are you do keep Draymond now, and then you have CP, so you have two some of the high IQ basketball players, you know, on your side. Yeah. I think it takes a pay cut. If you ask me, um, and I think it works out for them. I do think they start next year with the small ball lineup. I do potentially see that with CP starting at the one and Curry at the two. It doesn't matter where they start. Cause they're both going to do what yeah. they always done their entire career. Clay, you got the three, probably Wiggins play the four and Draymond starts at the five. So, um, it's interesting to see what they do. I don't think they're done. I don't think a lot of people are done, yeah. But I definitely see that happening. No, no, no. not the one, he's a great guy. You know, he's Mr. Reliable. He's going to be there for every single game. But if you're putting your best five out there, I think that's their best five. Um, I don't see CP really come off the bench just late in his career. I don't really see him being as like a, like how they try to do Melo where he's more of a scoring spark. No, he's just, he's a floor general. So it allows Curry to be free and move off the ball, run off the ball, and, and trust, you know, whether it's Draymond has the ball or now CP, whose nickname is a point guy, has the ball, and it's just easy. Uh, so it's interesting to see how that combination is going to work, actually. Give him two of the best shooters. It's like a crazy stat. He leads the league in uh, finding guys for three-pointers. So it's like number one in assists when it comes to that, and now you give him the two best, arguably the two best shooters of all time. And so it's definitely going to get interesting for sure.
0: I like that you caught him a floor general.
1: Yeah, what a, yeah. That's a cool he's, name. <laughs> yeah, he's a Hall of Famer for sure, first ballot.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, he's just obviously one of those people that's so professional uh, on and off the mm-hmm. court. He just... He's such a cool guy. Like, I like that you caught him a floor general. I've never heard that before.
1: I love CP. I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. Yeah. Uh, my first year in Houston yeah. uh, was his last year. And just a really good dude. Took care of me. Uh, invited me over. I ate with the family. Uh, made sure I was okay. Uh, you know, my mom showed up to road games. He talked to my mom. He's just... just Stand-up guy, humility, humble. Um, Good guy. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have, nothing, I have nothing bad to say about CP at all. So.
0: He actually, um, not to totally jump off subject, we'll jump back, but actually, um, you know, I worked in soccer for a while, uh, mm-hmm. and actually it was CP who put on that huge tournament over in, was it South Carolina? And Mm he had all those soccer teams and former. Yeah, right. I think even um, Chad Ochocinco came down and played with some of the Cincinnati guys. Uh, But that was Chris Paul, I think, leading that entire tournament, which was pretty cool. What a what a completely diverse thing to do for Chris Paul. So, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Anything he can do for the community, like his community, especially down there, or just in general, that he can do to bring light or just. Bring as much attention or awareness to any of the situations. So got to tip your yeah. cap to somebody like that. Who's always looking to just give back or, you know, give people something to look forward to.
0: For sure. For sure. Well, that's, that's about all my knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think I know some more things, but those were my things where I was like, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, so what we I
1: mean, you got to switch. We got to switch to Phoenix. What's going on? Uh, I mean, the brad, brad bill to phoenixes for what That's they right. got you, said,
0: for you said that for to me you were like whoa <laughs> yeah
1: i think i said Sorry. i think i said whoa because of what they got him for um that was the that was the woe to me for some second round picks and you know for cp i i i, I don't know I don't know. I'm not in those those rooms or make those decisions, but uh-uh. I felt like you would have got more for a guy like Brad Bill. Um I know they wanted to do right by him because of what he's done and you know how he stuck it out, kinda like Dame. Like I'm pretty sure Dame decides I wanna be traded, they're gonna do Portland's going to do their best to meet his requirements and where he wants to go so he can, you know, contend for a title. So, yeah. like I said, I'm just shocked to see what they got in return. But I'm sure, like, Washington's not done making moves. They heard Chris Paul got moved fast. Um, you know, they turned around and got yeah. pulled, who I think is obviously going to be the focal point of the offense. I don't think Kuzma's going to resign there, but Brad Bill to the Suns makes them by far have the best four players on paper in the start lineup. Oh, you think so? You think Absolutely. so? Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. You, right. you have three of the most prolific scorers in the league on one team. Between, you know, obviously Justin Tatum's one of them, Jalen Brown's one of them when he gets you know mm-hmm. when he comes out aggressive. But as far as like barely like when you literally look at barely any weaknesses in their game, as far as it doesn't matter if they go left or right, it doesn't matter if it's catch a catch and shoot, doesn't matter if it's a pull up, doesn't matter if it's a post up. You can get dunked on, shot over, crossed, any like it just does not matter when it comes to those three guys. So, uh, interesting to see how they how they do it. Um, I don't think they have a problem deferring to each other at times, uh, but there's going to be a lot of a lot of ISO play which they like. Uh, will they yeah. win them a championship? Who knows? Will they get them there? We'll see. This will be their first training camp with KD. So, I mean, the fact that they get to go into a training camp with, you know, all the guys, Brad, D-Book, and KD, I think that's that's yeah. great for them. I'm anxious to see if Aiden stays. Um, I know he had a lot of problems with, you know, Monty and CP, but they're both gone now. So, who knows if he could put the differences aside. I know him and Book would get into it at times a little bit too. So... Uh, it's very interesting to see how that's gonna that dynamic is gonna work out for those three or four. But I definitely think by far they have the best four on paper in the starting four. You no, know, as far as talent okay. goes. Now if you're looking at teams. Obviously, you could say this team's better chemistry than those four. But as far as if you're telling me, I go shooting guard, small forward, power forward, center. These are that's the best four right now, in my opinion. Nice.
0: Sorry, I was drinking some water. No, nice. you're good. <laughs> Love it. Nice. Um, that's, I think that's all I have. What else you got for me? Oh, give, me um, give me everything that's on Vino's heart today.
1: <laughs> yeah, a lot of things. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess uh, the interest is to see uh, where Miami goes. Uh, Pat Riley's came out and he's been on a roll about uh, Jimmy does have the weight of the, you know, the weight on his shoulders, the weight of the world when it comes to the Heat organization. And they know he knows that and he knows that, but they're also, you know, reluctant about are willing to get him help. And um, they're going to do all that they can, but uh, who knows where they go from here. I know Brad Bill was on their list. I know Kyrie was, uh, but I know they're, probably going to target Dame. So it's definitely uh, something to look forward to on that side. If Dame does choose the a trade, yeah, I do think Miami, he's definitely one team to be on the high alert for. Um, and I know, I think he'd be a good fit in Milwaukee. I doubt, I don't know, Dame would want to go live in Milwaukee after living in Portland for years, but I think that could <laughs> be a, a good thing with him and Giannis in a pick and roll. Uh surprised yeah. Chris Middleton opted out of right. player option.
0: Yeah, That one box. had me
1: shocked because I yeah. was almost 100% sure, but maybe he did that to help take a pay cut to lure somebody. And like, dang, you know, we never know. So same with Draymond. Maybe Draymond opted out just to help money-wise. And yeah. So you, you get very anxious to see what these guys are going to do. And then now James is still on the watch. Uh, does he – does he get to Houston and in Houston all these young guys, did you draft all these young guys to be able to send them up to Philly just to get James back to Houston? Because it's like, okay, we lose James, but at least we get all these promises. You know, the kid Cam, I think his lessons went more from uh Villanova than you the uh I'm I wanna say one of the Thompson mm-hmm. twins. I don't wanna confuse them, but he got drafted at number four spot to Houston and so yeah. many just so many ways that you can look at this thing for him. So I do think that's an interesting spark that you got guys like Fred Van Vliet who's out there who was advocate getting into Philly. So it's going to get pretty heavy here these next couple of days and next couple of weeks just to see fitting. The Raptors believe that they're going to have most of their quarterback, but they're also – I'm sure I've seen that they're also listening to talks. There's people who've been offering talks for Mikael Bridges and trade talks, and I think they said the Nets turned down like three first-round picks because they were trying to get uh, Mikael Bridges – I forgot what team it was. They offered them three first-round picks, and they said no. I thought that was insane, but um, I get it. Paul George is a possible Nick we don't know where Paul George is going to go. It's mm. now you you shift to Portland because I think if Portland is to keep game, I think Paul George is a look. If he stays yeah. healthy, a 100% on, obviously, you know, basketball gods and his body as well. I don't think that's something not to look at. I know the Knicks were – in pursuit of a trade so today, remembered his history of injuries and they weren't 100% sure how they would feel about that because of, uh, I guess, the assets they would, that they would have to give the Clippers to get Paul George. Who knows if Jerry West even wants to split them? And I know he has made a comment that it sucks that him and Kawhi haven't really been able to play healthy together because when they have, they've looked pretty dominant. And when they didn't, um, at times, you know, it just got ugly for them. Yeah. Uh, so. You never know. Then you got the whole situation in New Orleans with Zion. Like it's like the NBA just set fire in the last month, and now
0: <laughs> people, are, people,
1: are, people are quick to write him off because of off the court issues. when it's like were the right people around him when these decisions were being made? Were there people who tried to help them or help him? Yeah. And, you know, that you see that he doesn't have a relationship with the front office. We don't know. We're not behind the scenes. There's He doesn't have a relationship with the front office. He doesn't have a relationship with these guys. Um, you know, I guess the one lady who was on the staff, he had a relationship with her, but she's not there anymore. So it's yeah. it sounds like there's ties being cut to Zion. I wouldn't be quick to move from him. I still believe he's a generational talent. Uh, when the Pelicans were healthy, they were the number one seed. People are forgetting that. Uh, yeah. they were talking about moving Brendan Ingram and moving Zion and I don't think I would do that at all. I would let that mm-hmm. play out if Zion's able to get healthy, if Zion's able to limit his distractions. Um, Zion just got caught up in I don't want to say normal athlete life, but you see those norm- normalities happening to guys like him. Like,
0: what do you mean that? What do you mean by that?
1: Yeah, he's, a, he's a young, single man that yeah. got caught into a situation and some infidelity or however people want to put it. Right. And it wasn't under control. He's not the first guy in the NBA to have that happen to him. He's just not the, he just didn't get it handled right. And so, right. you know, yeah. you can't control what another person does when you play with their feelings, but at the same time too, I don't think it made her look good either, but that's yeah. more my, that's more my place and here or there. I just think right. for him, like I said, he's not the first person to go through something like that. He won't be the last. Some people just won't be as public as his. So yeah. I think, you know, he's young. He's going to make mistakes. He made a mistake. Uh, it's not nothing that's like, oh, his career is over with. Uh, if if I'm, if I'm the Pelicans, if we can limit, you know, off-the-court distractions, if we can keep him healthy, and if he shows up to training camp and he's in shape and he's ready to go, I don't think you move him. I wouldn't. Yeah. I wouldn't move him. I wouldn't move him or Ingram. Like I said, whenever healthy, they had everybody there. They were literally the number one team in the West for a short period of time. And once I started dealing yeah. with the injuries and Zion went back out, then uh, obviously it's like, where do we go from here? So
0: yeah,
1: uh, I keep Ingram. I wouldn't let him go. I would try to keep that that uh, core together that they have. But if he does, you know, start showing up to training camp and he's not ready to go, then, yeah, you have to question, all right, do we have to move him? How much time do we wait? Do we waste any time? Because it's all about winning, and it's all about who's ready to win, who's coming in prepared. Are they taking their job seriously? And I know they said he had a clause in his contract as well that he had to stand there a certain weight. So I believe if he doesn't honor that, he doesn't get a certain percentage of his money as well. So there's a lot of things that he has to, there's a lot of things that he has to consider when it comes to being a professional, when it comes to, uh, being one of the younger faces of the NBA that's supposed to be taking over the NBA, like him and Ja, you know, coming in together in the same draft class. So, um, I think they both got the work cut off for them, cut out for them when it comes to that. I think they both will bounce back given their opportunities, uh, even if the Pelicans decide to let him go, I, I think wherever he does get to, he'll be Zion. He he's still unstoppable. He's still an unstoppable force. You can't stop him from getting to where he wants to go. Even if he's not just shooting threes, it's almost the same as like Giannis. Like if they're making, if they're taking and making them, you, you don't have an answer. But like even right. if they're not taking and making them, they're still Zion. Still led the league uh, in field goal percentages. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like he's going to get to the round. He's going to get put back dunks. He's going to bully ball and there's not nothing you can do about it. You can flop, you can say this, you can say that, but, I mean, it's just you can't punish guys. It's almost like a young LeBron. When LeBron's in Cleveland, like, you can't punish them for being that much more advanced, that much stronger, that much faster, I mean, coming at you with that type of speed and that velocity Is just hitting your body and just the type of explosive athletes that they are. So, yeah. uh, he's a God's It's a God's gift talent, and I think that's where it stands with him. So, um uh, I keep in place until we see what happens at training camp. Um, it looks like his dramas die down a little bit. So you yeah. just kind of go from there.
0: I love it. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to create a weekly segment called last word with Vino. I <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> love it. That Well, that's all I have going on for now. What do you, anything else from you?
1: No, nothing else. Uh, I just want to say congratulations to the guys who did get drafted. Uh, I was a draft pick in 2018, so I know that was a special moment for those guys and those families that they are remember for forever. Mm -hmm. And to the guys who didn't get drafted, it does not matter. There's a lot of people who didn't get drafted but have better stories than most. So uh, write your own story. Whether you're drafted or not drafted, that doesn't determine the way your career goes. But congrats to those guys who did get picked and to those guys who didn't. Just keep working. Let that be a chip on your
0: shoulder. Love it. What a great thing to say. Look at you. All right, guys. I think we are all good here. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in for another week and another episode with Sports Nish, Misty V, and Vince Edwards. You guys, we really, really will get to college football uh but i will warn you now we have the free agency hitting in like seven days so we're probably gonna talk some more basketball i'm not gonna lie um <laughs> but you guys are sorry, you not can, sorry. No, we're not sorry <laughs> we're not sorry at all um you guys can find us on every single platform that is apple that is spotify that is iheartradio we are everywhere we even have youtube sports and ish you guys find us rate review us and i know everybody says that but we kind of really need you to do that um ask vino some questions like this guy he's got the in on everything i love his analysis this guy's so detailed pick his brain you guys we'll see you so much uh sooner than you think (laughs) have a great weekend everybody ciao